0: Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fan sided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick.
1: Alright, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for the VikingAge.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for The Viking Age. Before we get started today, make sure to follow... The Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at The Viking Age. And you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash The Viking Age. All right. On today's show is Chris Shad. He writes for us here at The Viking Age. And he's here to help us uh, discuss some things after the Vikings... Suffered a embarrassing loss to the winless Detroit Lions on the final play of the game. They lose 29 27 on a Jared Goff 11 yard pass. That seemed pretty preventable. Uh, pun, I guess, not intended, but whatever. Um, but I don't even really want to talk about this game, Chris. I really just want to talk about kind of just Mike Zimmer's future. So. After this loss, Mike Zimmer has to be gone, right?
0: You know, Mike Zimmer is a smart man. Like he doesn't, he didn't display it on the football field today, but (laughs) um, he's he's a smart man because there is nobody on this coaching staff to replace him right now. Mm -hmm. So if you fire him. Like, you're probably promoting Andre Patterson, who's a great mm-hmm. coach. I don't want to demean him at all, but he also has his moments where he looks straight into a camera and says Shamar Stepan is the real deal. So mm-hmm. I don't know about that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. The offensive coordinator is in over its head, Clint mm-hmm. Kubiak. Uh, the defensive coordinator, along with Andre Patterson, is his son, Adam Zimmer. So I don't really trust that. Um, Special I, teams, I, I maybe, Ryan
1: Ficken. <laughs> He's been with I the team am, for a couple of yeah. years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, and I mean, he's done a good job kind of resurrecting this special teams unit. So, um, you could go with Andrew Janoco who apparently Mm -hmm. is now helping calling plays, but I I mean, there's just nobody that you can point to and be like, yeah, that you know, um, last year they had Gary Kubiak on staff. Like you could have seen a scenario where Mike Zimmer gets fired and Gary Kubiak's the interim coach. I don't see that scenario with anyone, but if the wolves are like thinking about making a change and they were on the fence today, like this has to be it because mm-hmm. they just, they play scared and like, you know, I, I know you
1: said, I you time, like, the
0: yeah. And, and I know you they don't, said you win don't win want this. to talk about the game. <laughs> yeah. It was a microcosm of all the problems that are wrong with this team because they play so scared of like reaching for the moon or yeah. trying to win a championship that they just, they they tense up. They choke. They they do all that stuff. Like the last play of the game, Jared Goff's in a normal situation, like a twelve yard gain. Right, they were yeah. on the twelve. I can't yeah. even remember, but
1: eleven. It, yeah, I it's
0: think. a it's a normal football play, and Mike Zimmer's got everybody going back like it's a freaking sixty yard hail mary. Yeah. Like in Amador, Saint Cloud's just sta- standing yeah. at the goal line, just like okay, boom, there yeah. there it is. Like this team just. Wants to scrape the bar as close as it can every freaking time. Yeah. And they finally got bit today. The old dog was on the chain. You run by it all these times. Like, you'll never get me, dog. And then all of a sudden, the pit bull's chain breaks. And next thing you know, you're Betty the Jet Rodriguez speeding down the street <laughs> trying to save <laughs> your life. Like, it just, it, it's frustrating. And I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> like, a, I'm not a parent in real life, but I mean, yeah. I, I'm just yeah. disappointed yeah
1: yeah it's uh i think i kind of am too because i feel like i've kind of been maybe one of those people that's kind of held on to mike zimmer being the coach maybe mm-hmm. longer than some other people um like last year people wanted him fired i'm like eh, i don't i don't know like this it's weird the this, the defense you know it's a lot of people are gone the pandemic is weird and um a lot of injuries but then you know you get to this year and Every every game's close, no matter who the opponent is. Um, you know, they lose leads, they play terrible in the second half, or they play terrible in the first half, or they don't make adjustments, and the, or they have a lot of penalties, or a lot of stuff that comes back to the head coach. The hiring of the offensive coordinator, like, I know Zimmer doesn't call the plays on the offense, despite what some people on on Twitter might, might think, um, but... He doesn't call the plays, but he hired the person who does. So he is still to blame for, you know, the faults of that person. And I'm just, as someone who's been a a strong supporter of Mike Zimmer in the past, I even, you know, I think even my, if you ask Mike Zimmer if he looked at, you know, this season or his last few seasons, if he deserves to get another shot after this season, he'd probably be like, you know, Probably not. And maybe if you take him out of the equation, like his name, like you say, you give him these three seasons or these four seasons and you tell him what happened and you ask him, you know, would you give them a shot? He'd probably be like, no, I wouldn't. I, I'd look for someone else. So I think they've just reached that point and today was kind of the, the culmination. I, I think after that first half, I don't even think the whole game, if the Vikings won, I still would have been like, he's got to go. Like, you can't play this way against the Lions. The, they don't have any wins. They, their best player was probably out today. DeAndre Swift and and they lost (laughs) to the Lions. You just beat the Packers like three weeks ago. Look at the
0: body language on the sideline too. I think that was the most glaring takeaway that I can make from this game is that everybody looked like they'd rather be somewhere else Mm -hmm. like Kirk Cousins and like Adam Thielen, you know, Adam Thielen rolling his ankle on the first drive of the game doesn't help matters, Mm -hmm. but it it also, like, nobody seemed like, I mean, outside of Justin Jefferson, who was amazing, nobody really seemed, mm-hmm. like, amped up and fired up and everything. It looked like a team that was going through the motions. And I understand that they are, um that they are shorthanded, mm-hmm. I mean, what, they were down five or six defensive starters, and then Dalvin Tomlinson got nicked up. But, I mean, like... So, there was no fight today. There there was no fight today. I know they came back, but I mean, that was a product of Dan Campbell just being dumb. Like he was like a (laughs) six-year-old playing man. Like, I'm going to go for it on my own 30, which is such a Dan Campbell move. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, dude's just chugging energy drinks. Like, yeah, man, we're going to go for it. Let's go get it. And it's like, what are you doing, man? And, (laughs) and I, I kind of get it because the Vikings were moving the ball in the second half. Like it started in like, Justin Jefferson only had two targets at the beginning right. of the game, heading into the final drive of, of the first half. But that's and not, not that's not like Kirk Cousins, Cousins like up. not at all, not at all. Not no. when you're looking, you know, when you got wide receiver one in your backfield and CJ yeah. Ham, yeah, like you got to give him the ball, like <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: man. And, and you know, my friend and I refer to Alexander Madison as Mandatory Madison. Oh yeah and because like he, he just always has to get touches. Like we talked about getting Kane Wangwu touches, which they absolutely should. It's not like giving him like a 30 carry game or whatever, but right. Madison had 22 carries, three targets, so 25 opportunities we'll call. Yeah. Yeah. Kane Wangwu had three.
1: Yeah.
0: Or actually he had yeah. four. I'm sorry, he had two targets. Like what? <laughs> like, they, they can't figure it out. They, they yeah, can't. and people people and, and will use
1: just, the they'll use the excuse, like, oh, he's a rookie. Uh, he doesn't know the playbook, and it's like just get the ball in his hands. Why, like he and doesn't they, have to know that much.
0: And they grasp onto what they know so much that they yeah. don't trust anybody else. Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks are out, and they don't blitz at all. Oh, like, yeah, you know, g- giving Kneiwon, well, no, you're a rookie, son. You only play special teams. Like, it, it, it date back to the off season. I've been saying this all year. Like, at the beginning of the off season, you looked at this team. And you're like, hey, the offense is really good. Anybody yeah. with a brain would have been like, let's get some guards, let's get a third receiver. Yeah. I mean, KJ Osborne stepped up, but you had no idea that was going to work. Let's let's get a couple of extra pieces for offense, and let's try and outscore teams because Mike Zimmer can coach up the defense. Let's, and what do they do? They yeah. spend twenty-two million dollars on a freaking nose tackle. <laughs> they spend. 11 million dollars why because the agent of some former superstar player calls them and goes we'll sign for 11 million dollars like oh my god it's patrick peterson deal deal we'll give you whatever you want you're patrick yeah. peterson you can yeah. shut him down and and you signed the shot really every yeah you made is there any offensive move that they made and db Westbrook doesn't count ca- yeah
1: <sighs> For a fourth uh, pre- round. free agent, free agent move, free agent moves. Uh, uh a new D.D. Westin, yeah, D.D. D.D. Westbrook, D.D. Westbrook D.D. doesn't count. Resigning Chad Beebe, yeah, uh, resigning yeah. Rashad Hill. Those have those have panned out really well. Uh, no, I don't, on the offensive side, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think it was Sean Mannion, but that was late in the year too. Uh, they oh, they, at, they drafted Calen Mond, you know. There you go. And They're like we, we'll do it in the draft. We'll get the offense, get offensive guy yeah. in the draft, and then not play and, them.
0: And here's here's the biggest thing: the offensive line. They didn't sign anybody in free agency at all. No. I think they re-signed Dakota Dozier. Um, gosh, maybe yeah, they shot the guy. They re-signed. Oh, they Rashad well, they Hill. traded
1: for Mason Cole.
0: They traded for Mason Cole,
1: which turns what's not not terrible. I like, guys I think it was like six oh. rounder. So. For,
0: I, I think I think there's a different drop-off because like Mason Cole, you get him and you're just like whatever we get from him is fine. Like Garrett Bradbury, he's a first-round pick, and probably Mason Cole is playing at the same level. It's just it's not Garrett better. Bradbury is a first-round pick, yeah. so you're just like. But, but I mean, they, they do this thing and we're going to draft our offensive linemen. And sometimes these guys take time. Like, I don't know what is going on with Wyatt Davis. If they're just still mad that he showed up to camp overweight or whatever. But I mean, Christian Derrissaw goes down and basically they go Billy Martin and draw the lineup out of a hat. Like, all right, we're <laughs> going to have Ole Udo at left tackle. All right. Who's the left guard? Ezra Cleveland. You get to stay buddy center. Here we go. Garrett Bradbury. Hey buddy. Like what? the hell are you doing and and then everybody's (laughs) like well i mean kirk doesn't know i mean that there there is something physically wrong and and i mean i know i'm just ranting and i apologize for this but oh go on like everybody is so being you were talking about this before the show everybody is so quick to blame one person for all these struggles yeah like they're, they're quick to blame whether it's kirk cousins whether it's mike zimmer Whether it's Rick Spielman or whatever, this is, to borrow the twins term, a total system failure. All of these parts have contributed to this mess of mediocrity. As Maxwell Jacob Friedman says, it's mid. I don't even know if it's that anymore because you just lost to the freaking lions and you just lost, you lost to Cooper rush a month ago. Like it's yeah. mid it's, Owner, it's eight included, nine, It's nine way. and eight. Yeah. Yeah. The wolves are part of this mess too, because they go into their office and I here's let's, here's give, the Kirk, let's give Kirk
1: Kirk another extension. Let's give Mike another extension. You know,
0: it, here's the scene I see playing out. It's like, you know, Mike goes into Ziggy's office on Monday morning and Ziggy's like, Mike, man, it's been a great run. You beat the Lions and whatever. Like, I, I think we should let you go. And Mike goes, "No, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you a story." And he opens his little book and he goes, "Once upon a time, yeah. there was a coach named Bill Parcells, oh, yeah. and he won a Super Bowl." And the wolves, being giant fanboys, are just yeah, like you yeah. know the monkey with symbols, just like Ah, Bill <laughs> Parcells, yay! And Zimmer walks out, and goes, "Wow, that was close. All right, how how do we shut down the opposing team today?" Like. It's tiring. It's tiring. And, and like it's nothing is going to change until you completely wipe the slate clean. I don't want cousins here anymore. No. I don't want Spielman here anymore. No. I don't want Zimmer here anymore. And no. maybe they can all go somewhere and they can all have good careers. Like Kirk can be on a team where this magical place where everything is all pro around him and he's Bucks. just able to check it down and those check downs go for 30 or 40 yards <laughs> downfield. And, and maybe Mike Zimmer can go somewhere and be a defensive coordinator and lead a team to the Super Bowl. That's realistic. And maybe Rick Spielman can go to another franchise where he'd rather pick a quarterback rehabbing a major knee injury at a Planet Fitness or whatever. I'll go like with, it, be with
1: his brother in Detroit.
0: Yeah, this isn't working. Like that—that's the thing. And finally, it bit them in the ass. And, yeah, well, and I'm kind of glad it did.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, this was just, just uh. The nail in the coffin, I guess, as as most would like to say, for the for the ah. Mike Zimmer era in in uh, in Minnesota. But you bring it. You brought up an interesting point of of Zimmer going in the Wolf's office, um, and maybe convincing them, or with whatever he says, like, oh, if I get just you know another offensive coordinator, maybe I can you know switch things around, if I, or if I get a um, uh, you know, if you trade for uh, TJ Watt, you know, maybe we can uh get a better defense. <laughs> It's just like, the um, excuses
0: have been there since 2017. Yeah, like, even so, 2017. Like, oh yeah, well we got our ass kicked by the Eagles because we were so drained the week before. It's like what? <laughs> seriously? Was.
1: What? Uh, yeah, what, everybody
0: needed a cigarette after the Minneapolis Miracle. Do you like, think? So, God. so looking,
1: so looking back, we can probably say with a bunch of confidence that 2017 was an anomaly, right?
0: It, it was a perfect storm. Yeah, everybody stayed healthy on defense everybody around them got hurt like the runway to the super bowl oh, yeah, was rogers wide got open yeah rogers got hurt Wentz got hurt um yeah. yep somebody else got hurt too like it was just like this paving of the road like here it is the super bowl this mythical game that the vikings supposedly have a chance to play in but it's right there for the taking. All you have to do is beat Philadelphia with their backup. And then Nick Foles just goes super say on, on the Vikings defense and 38-7 to 7 later. But, but since then, it's just – it's Kirk Cousins, the corporate quarterback, just out there just like, well, it's not my fault. Pressure and coverage. Had to check it down to Tyler Conklin seven times. It's just like – I don't understand how some fans just can't get sick of it and be like, you know what, Kirk? Like maybe you should put some blame on yourself and put yeah. I mean, there was plenty of place. And and, and again, like I said, it's everybody's fault. But I mean, everybody needs to look at themselves in the mirror and go, "What can I do better to help this team?" And the problem is, it's every man for himself because this is what ownership has created by issuing these extensions and issuing these ultimatums to make the playoffs.
1: For sure, and I I always hear like, oh, if um, if we imagine if the Vikings had Sean McVay or or Kyle Shanahan, you know, how they'd be able to do with with that offense. And I'm like, yeah, but Kirk Cousins, unless Kirk Cousins isn't your quarterback, it's still gonna be the same because he's in what, his tenth year? And people expect him to take like this turn this corner where he's gonna not check the ball down or, you know, not get scared when he's pressured. Like that game against the Packers, as good as he played, that's not the normal Kirk Cousins. People are like, oh, look at him now. Look, he's playing so great. No, that's not the normal Kirk Cousins. The normal Kirk Cousins is today against the Lions.
0: And by the way, Kirk Cousins nearly threw two picks in that game. But they were both yes. wiped out by a, he got by a uh, roughing the passer and a replay review. Yeah. So he should have thrown two picks in that game. But because he won, everybody's just like, Kirk's getting it now. Here we go. And, and the last two games, it's just been, you know, uh, Score North has called him <laughs> a teeth clencher, which is absolutely accurate because every well, time you see him, he's just,
1: And the know, you can The uh, last two games, you can look at the last, what, six? Because it was uh, the Cowboys game. The offense was terrible. You can look at the Ravens game. You can take a touchdown away from their total because that was Kenny Wongu's, uh touchdown. Who uh, they can't, can't
0: let on the field, by the right. <laughs> way, under any circumstances.
1: Uh, he played terrible against the Niners. Um, he played terrible today. People are going to be like, well, he had touchdowns in the second half. Great. When the Lions are playing their own version of prevent defense because they're up 14 points and there's no pressure on Kirk Cousins, like, yeah, of course he's going to play good. Anybody's going to play good in that scenario. And you have Justin Jefferson who he's like, oh, yeah, Justin Jefferson. I'm going to get him the ball Um, because Justin Jefferson, I imagine, probably chewed him out in the locker room at (laughs) halftime. Like, dude, I am open if four people are on me. Just throw me the ball. Uh, what I want to ask you is still about Zimmer is what do you think the turning point was for the the end of the Zimmer era was it was it when they signed Kirk Cousins was it uh to get dark the death of you know uh, Tony Sperano? uh was it was it something else was it the the hi- the hiring the of the co defensive coordinators was it the you know the the leaving of Kevin Stefanski Clint not Clint Kubiak but Gary Kubiak leaving you know what do you think was the turning point if there was only one or maybe there was more?
0: I think it was the 2018 off season. Yeah. You mentioned cousins a little bit. It is clear that those two just aren't compatible with each other. <laughs> like anytime you have a hiring, you have to consider a human element. Like how does this guy fit in the workplace and on a football team that raises to another level? They got Zimmer, a quarterback that he cannot stand. <laughs> and I think, I think it was like Rick Spielman, just pushing ahead. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, trying to find a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So this is my admission because I, I'm borrowing this term from somebody else. And I can't remember who said it, but they said like free agencies, like a tax for teams that don't draft well. And when your GM is drafting mm-hmm. Christian Ponder, mm-hmm. you know, signing, going back to his days in Miami, like I kind of alluded to, he chose Dante Culpepper over Drew Brees, whose shoulder was hanging by a thread, but. I mean, I'll take that guy over the guy who thinks it's a good idea to go rehab their injury by themselves at a Planet Fitness. Like, <laughs> the guy cannot get the quarterback position right. And I don't know what you want to say about Teddy. If you think that would have worked, maybe it would. Maybe mm-hmm. it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. We'll never know because his knee exploded. That's that's bad luck. But as far as Zimmer goes, they bring in Kirk Cousins, and then they bring in John DeLeaf, uh, John Di Filippo who is a spread it out chuck it everywhere type of guy mm-hmm. and it did not work nope. and at some point Zimmer just said okay I'm running the offense the way I want to do it. And like I said, when he his back is up against the wall, he clings to what he knows. He clings to Anthony Barr because he's safe and he's his first ever draft pick. <laughs> he clings to Dalvin Cook because he runs the ball and he kills the clock and plays old school football. He clings to his defense and has to load it up with past their prime players on one-year deals. And I think that offseason broke Zimmer. And said, if I'm going to fail, I'm going to do it my way. And it, and it worked for a year in 2019. They got the playoffs. Uh, they got the playoff win when Kyle Rudolph may or may not have pushed off, if you ask me. <laughs> and uh, they made a run. But 2020, getting all those young players and 2021, like it, it just seems like the game has passed him by. And I think the relying on his way and a, refusing to adapt has really broken Mike Zimmer to the point where this team's not going to go anywhere with him. He could go somewhere else and, you know, be, be a good, I mean, I'm convinced he could be a good head coach for a team that's looking for some structure, but for, for a sure. team that's rebuilding, which the Vikings clearly are after today, he's just not a fit here anymore.
1: For sure. Like if you put him on what the giants. um, Yeah. Or J-
0: I've heard Jaguars touch toss around. I Texans. think that would be a good fit yeah the Texans, sure uh they're rebuilding though I the like, yeah. Texans have nothing there <laughs> yeah, it's not. like it's Brandon cooks and uh nobody else. <laughs> so. let's just trade
1: let's just trade Mike Zimmer for Pete Carroll. um, how would that go? probably not very well like the same thing for both teams, yeah um, it really but except yeah. Mike Zimmer would have Russell Wilson and he'd be like, "Do whatever you want, man, I don't care, you're good um. Yeah. All right, so if if and when, I guess, the Vikings move on from Mike Zimmer, do you want a complete rebuild after the season for the Vikings? Or do you just want to find a head coach? Maybe the Vikings keep the majority of the players they have now and just try and get the Vikings over the hump, I guess.
0: Okay, so I thought about this a little bit while I was watching the game. I'm, I, I thought to myself, which players do I absolutely keep under no circumstances uh, do I get rid of? So you have Justin Jefferson, absolutely keep right. You have Brian O'Neill, absolutely keep yeah. him. Yeah. Christian Dariusaw, I say absolutely because he looks good. I mean, he's probably not there yet, but whatever. Irv Smith Jr. Maybe like I want to see what yeah. how what like that's an injury that really killed the Vikings. I think because yeah. he was being relied upon to be this game changer. So you keep him, and outside of that, I mean, like <laughs> is anybody on defense like?
1: I mean, they have to keep Harrison Smith. They just signed him to an extension, so they can't really do a whole lot with that.
0: But I but I also heard he has no guaranteed money.
1: Oh, so, this year? All so right, maybe that's you can that's trade something. him or something.
0: Like, I don't think you completely Eric this thing. He's getting yeah, older, Yeah, you though. keep him. Yeah, You keep him. They missed him today. Yeah. Like, that's for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, they killed him with the tight ends. But, I mean, it's... Like, there's just not a lot of guys that I can see because they're all like 29 or 30, like everybody in that top tier. And then the rest of the, the team is like pet squirrels that they thought Andre patterski could dump the ooze from Ninja Turtles on them and they could yeah. grow into like all pro defenders or whatever. Like
1: He probably it, could it if he wasn't the there. co-defensive coordinator. He probably could if he was just a defensive line coach and he only had to focus that on that. That could be a problem too, yeah. But you, know, yeah. you got to spread him thin. You got to have your son be the co defensive that thing just bothers me so much like why do you do that why would you do th- I've seen uh, I think the dolphins have like co offensive coordinators and I'm like when has that ever been a good idea when has ever, anyone ever had two offensive or two defensive coordinators and been successful oh I know never because it doesn't work like what like do you want your son to get a promotion do you want your son to be defensive coordinator so he can be a head coach one day like Great, then just make him the defensive coordinator or just make Patterson the defensive coordinator. Like, what are you doing? Like that's that goes back to Zimmer and all the decisions he's made with hiring and I remember when they did hire D Filippo and he was like, Oh yeah, I should have kind of probably, you know, did a little more research on that. And it's like, Yeah, you should have. Like what 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 uh, You're what the head coach, ta- man. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, I understand you like defense, but you're the head coach. Like, if you don't understand, like, what DiFlippo does, maybe, and you're just hiring because they killed you in the NFC Championship, then ask people for help. Don't, he, I sometimes I feel like, well, I know he's stubborn. Um, and he just, he wants to be able to, like, do things himself because maybe he doesn't think other people can do it as well, which is kind of why I think a bunch of the defensive assistants left, um, after the 2019 season. They're just getting fed up. They wanted to do, you know, they wanted to have some input, like George Edwards left, Jerry Gray left, uh, and look at the defense now. It's not very good, and they're all probably looking like, Zimmer, you know, you wanted to do it on your own. It's not doing too well right now. Um, all right, we're done with Zimmer. I just got one last question for you. Do you even want the Vikings to make the playoffs? Because <laughs> I mean, they're, one, they're one game out. That's it as surprising ah. as it might be to some, for some people to hear that they are still one game out after today.
0: No, no, I, <laughs> I don't like it, it. It sounds so bad. So I'll, I'll direct this to another thought I had this morning. I said to, cause I always text my mom before games. She's mm-hmm. a diehard Viking fan and whatever. Yeah. Um, I said to her, I'm like, I almost want the lions to win. Just, So we can move on from this. And she goes, you know, what's funny. I don't even care. And and like, I got those words from my uncle who's in the same boat. I I heard it. I I mean, I'm just hearing it more and more from Vikings fans. I don't care about this team. And I think once you get to that point, that's when you need to make a change. Because I I mean, what is the upside with this team? Like if they make the playoffs, like, Mm -hmm. so they're not going to get the sixth seed, right? I mean, maybe they will, but whatever. Like or seven, I guess green. you
1: could get they could get the seven, because that's their yeah. seven teams now.
0: And and maybe they could pull a win out of their ass somewhere. I mean,
1: but would that Arizona even be teams. a like a, a detriment to the team? Like to make the playoffs, would that not be good? Because then like guys like Zimmer would be like, hey, we made the playoffs. You can't let you can't let me go. Right.
0: Like, if I'm the Wolves, even if I keep Zimmer around through the end of the season. I, I sit there and I go, you know, I, I look at this game. I keep this game in my mind. Yeah. I keep the Dallas game in my mind. Yeah. I keep, yeah. uh, what do they put? The Ravens almost lo- game.
1: Like, almost losing to the Lions in week, what, five, four, five, two? Yeah. They should have lost to the Lions twice this
0: year, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Like, it, it's just, it's a collection of errors. So, even if they, you know, get hot and they get the old I'll show you type routine – like if they go to Arizona and they beat Kyler Murray, which they did the first time, just to kick or miss the kicker missed yeah. the chip shot field goal. Like if they go and they get a win, like they can't make the 2019 mistake where they're just like extensions for everyone. Look yeah. at what we did, this this late thing. Like it's almost like I I almost want them just to take a step back, to take a step forward. And the the analogy that people have used is what's going on with the Minnesota wild. And oh, yeah. for those of you who aren't hockey fans, here, here's what's going on because a couple of years ago, the wild were in the same spot and me being a fan, like I write, I consider myself a journalist, but deep down in my heart, I bleed purple. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of all Minnesota teams. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like the wild, a couple of years ago, it was like, they got Charlie Coyle. They got Mikhail Granlin. They have all these players and then, But they kept getting bounced in the first round of the playoffs and they kept running it back. And I remember one year just like not even being excited about the wild because I'm like, they're just going to get bounced anyway. And Bill Guerin comes in and he had what one or two times Stanley Cup champion, you know, winning organization in Pittsburgh comes in, looks around and goes, this sucks. We need a clean house. And they they get rid of everybody fan favorites. You know, people are crying on radio shows because they traded Jason Zucker because he's good in the community.
1: Parise or whatever.
0: Yeah, Parisi's gone. Suter's gone. Everything else, you know. And and this happened like the last two moves happened after they made this impressive run in a series against the Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. And then they turn around, they get rid of their two top star players. And now they're sitting on top of the Western Conference. Hockey's a little bit different because if you make the playoffs, you got a chance to win the Stanley Cup.
1: Yeah, doesn't really. But they had a play, play. But they had a the point is they had a plan.
0: Yes. Yes. And I don't know. I don't know. What the, <laughs> I don't know what the. Yes. I don't know what the Vikings plan is. Like if they keep Zimmer and Spielman, like what are they going to do? Like is Zimmer going to go there and be like, well, our defense was 28th again. Let's go get some more let, let's draft a corner in the first round and then yeah. we'll draft it, yeah. then we'll draft a pass rusher, and then this guy <laughs> had the same essay question as Daniel Hunter when he was in middle school, and we're gonna coach him up and be, like it's just it's the same thing. Yeah, as much not, as we
1: like to say like Kirk Cousins, nah. he's not gonna change. He's in his tenth year. Mike Zimmer's not gonna change. He's in his sixties. He's in his what yeah. eighth year of being a coach. He's not gonna change.
0: Right. And Rick Spielman, I mean, he is what he is at this point. He's a Rick, guy that can yes. find a quarterback. Like, yes. him going and scouting all the college quarterbacks scares the hell out of me. Because <laughs> it's just like, like he's, he's going to like, somebody's going to have the Christian Ponder game against His, like North he Carolina. Wants that guy. Remember he, that?
1: He wants that kid from North Carolina.
0: Oh, Sam Howell. Tyler <laughs> Bourne has called him a bargain Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and I yeah. can't get out of my head. Like, even though yeah. I look at... He even looks like him. He yeah, even yeah. looks like Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Stay far away from that. Like, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah.
1: But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always want the Vikings to make the playoffs. But when I mentioned to you that it might be a detriment to this team, I, I feel like it would. Because I feel like we've seen this in the past. We did see it in 2019. That they won a playoff game and everyone's like, "Oh, we're good. We can just we can add some pieces and we'll we'll be back in the NFC Championship in 2020." Um, and then no, that did, that didn't happen because nothing as mu- as many people as you add to the roster or you add to the coaching staff, you still have the same two people that make most of the, of the decisions. Same three people: Spielman, Zimmer, and Cousins. And as long as those three people are there, nothing's going to change. Mm-hmm. So, one at least one person has to go this offseason. Like, if you want to keep Cousins because you can't find anyone else that's better, fine. But yeah. then you got to get rid of Zimmer because you cannot keep you can't keep both of them. You know, if it was up to most Vikings fans, you shouldn't keep any of the three. Um. I, a lot of people don't like Spielman, and I'm like, he hasn't been terrible. But yeah, you bring up the quarterback stuff. The offensive line obviously has never been good under under Spielman. His first round picks are terrible for the most part. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I uh, I'm gonna root for them to make the playoffs, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I hope they don't because uh, it's, it's not gonna. Things aren't probably gonna turn out good if they do. You don't care, do you? Like you, you're gonna root for them. But you don't really. Care. But I'm not going to be like, yeah, like if it's like if it's you're not going to be
0: disappointed if they miss the playoffs, right? That's if it's the week eight, problem. If it's
1: week 18 and they're like, oh, the Vikings, you know, they won and they need someone else in the four o'clock slot to lose to make the playoffs, and that doesn't happen because I could see that happening because it's just a Viking scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to be like, oh, devastated. I mean, I'm not devastated by anything they do anymore, just because I'm older now and I don't care as much. But yeah, I'm not going to be like. Oh, oh no! They, they didn't make the playoffs. Like, now what are they gonna do? No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I guess, I guess I won't care.
0: No, just go. Okay. Yeah. Like honestly, because the rate right move, no matter what happens, as long as Mike Zimmer gets fired, as long as Rick somebody, Spielman, like, some somebody needs to be fired. Yeah, and, and I mean, we talked about Rick Spielman. You were talking about his first round picks being bad. They've all been bad. Yeah. Like, what? I, I mean, Jefferson. I guess he's got one. Well, that was because the Eagles were idiots. <laughs> but, but, let's, still, but still, I,
1: he could have picked some the Yes, I am, relu- yes, he picked I
0: am It was such an obvious pick, though. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. such an obvious pick. Justin Jefferson is there. He had what 20 touchdowns? Like, yeah, yeah, nope, yeah, don't yeah. need that guy. Let's get a corner. At LSU. It wasn't. Like you know that, they like, wanted to.
1: It wasn't like like he was at like Central Arkansas or whatever. He was at LSU and he did that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In the national college football playoff. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. he had Joe Burrow throwing him the ball, but I mean, hell. <laughs> they're worse. I take Joe Burrow on this
1: team. Oh, for sure. You know. Um, yeah. all right. That's a, enough ranting for for today i guess uh where can people follow you on twitter chris
0: i am at the real chrishad and then you can uh take a look at my work i write for you guys the Five Bowl yep. predictions article every week at yep. the viking yep. age and then i also write for bring me the news and zone coverage so you can check out all of my work throughout the internet i swear i don't try to be negative i just uh <laughs> I, 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 like I said, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed at this
1: point. You're realistic. Just uh, start saying that and people maybe will come around. Yeah. Realistic. Um, You don't have the purple, you know, sunglasses on or or, uh, drink the Kool-Aid. Not right now, at least.
0: I have purple sunglasses. I'm holding them up <laughs> right now, actually.
1: These things are awesome. Well, you're not wearing them, so.
0: No, no. I'm wearing I'm wearing the clear glasses because yeah, I can yeah. see the light. So you, can,
1: you can see more <laughs> light comes in, the light of reality. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully yeah. you can shine some of that in the uh, the owner's box for the next few weeks. Um, all right. That's going to do it for us. Make sure to follow The Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But until next time. We will talk to you later.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.